Hi there, and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Orla McNabola, and you're listening to episode number 116 of the podcast. Today's Thursday, so we're back to our What's On Guide for the week. And a very happy Halloween to you. I can't believe I'm saying that. I've no clue where the last 10 months of the year have gone to. But anyway, and Leitrim, of course, as always, is alive with celebration around this time of year. There's children's discos in Leitrim Gales and in Anna Duff. There's a Halloween themed tour of Carrick and Shannon also, to name but a few. So on today's episode, I'm talking to actor Gary Lydon about the Carrick Halloween tour that's been going on the past few days and is finishing up tonight. Mary Shanley about the Anna Duff children's Halloween disco. Also, Padre King, expert in the area of switching off anxiety and stress, tells me about his upcoming Brain Gym course. That sounds really interesting. It's starting tomorrow and Saturday in Boyle. Breffney Family Resource Centre in Carrick, they are up for a big award this Saturday and I'm filled in on that by project coordinator Suzanne McGuinness. Mary Green from the well-known Cork band Greenshine talks to me ahead of their concert in Manor Hamilton this Saturday. And as usual, Breffney will round us up with our weekly sporting preview for the soccer, Gaelic games and the rugby all around the county. But first, on this week's What's On Guide... If you're looking for some spooky family fun this Halloween, then the Carrick Halloween Tour is just the thing for you. Actor Gary Lydon, well known for his acting in the likes of The Clinic, on home ground at many more TV shows and films, will bring you and yours on a fascinating hour-long tour of Carrick and Shannon on Halloween night. Gary will regale you with dastardly details on many fascinating historical and scary tales of the town. The tour will begin at 7 o'clock tonight, Halloween night, and it will last approximately one hour. Gary, thanks for joining me. How are you doing, Nola? How are you doing? Good. Gary, you've been doing this the last couple of nights. How have they gone in Carrick and Shannon? It's gone really well, yeah. We had like, a, a good crowd both nights, and we had uh, help with the stewards from the Carrick and Shannon tidy towns, and they were in their high-vis jackets helping us through the town. There's like, that volume of people that you need to help with the traffic and stuff like that, just to keep the kids on the planet, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, we've really enjoyed it. Like, it goes into the old Irish uh, Festival of Sowing, you know, and mm-hmm. so it kind of touches on that. There are some scary in it and stuff like that. It has a little bit of a message as well, you know what I mean? And it, it also touches on the history. I've never done something like this before. I've got four, four uh, young, young actors helping me into acting as well and two of their friends, so that they're kind of playing some characters from the past, you know? So it's been going really well and really enjoyed it, you know? Where have the landmarks been that you've been stopping by? We start in the tourist office by the bridge and then go around and point out some things over across the river there where the um, carrot craft building is. And then we go up the town. Um, and what we try to do is, uh, it's not so much the buildings. We do do some of the buildings, but the main thing is um, like the, the people from the town, you know, like, like Thomas Park, who's like an explorer. Uh, Owen McCann, you know, the bit that is a big clock. Sure, the clock, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like Owen McCann, who is like the from the past, and then the, like the little um, Costello Chapel, you know, which mm-hmm. is uh, built uh, by Edward Costello and then his wife, you know. So we're, 
So it's just different, and it's not so much the bear. Yeah, it's some of the bear that like, we're trying to we're trying to bring to life, like the characters from the history of Carrick and Sherman to life. You know, and trying to to show the, the kids and the adults as well, like the, the history of of the town um, through these people. I also play like the characters from the past as well, um, that kind of a ghoulish character. But uh, like, we, so we try to get the so we kind of get in the history, like the. the Spoken by the characters, you know, as opposed to like someone just going, "This, this happened, this happened, that happened." You know? um, so I, I kind of mentioned, you know, so we get the history through through the people. Like, you know, I think the kids really enjoy because it's, it's quite it's interactive as well. I get the kids to sort of say things and I ask them questions, and um, yeah, there is quite a bit of interactive element to it, you know, as well as ghost stories, you know. I don't want to give the game away too much, you know what I mean? But it does sound like great fun. It's not just for kids though, adults can go along also. Yeah, hopefully it kind of works on two levels. Obviously adults would be bringing their kids. So they, so I have some kind of jokes that would appeal to the, the adults and there is like, there is like elements of the history of the town and like, I, I, I have some like uh, some actually true stories from the town, you know, that actually happened at the time, you know. So, so you know, adults can get something out of it as well, you know. You know, and it's fun as well. It means all, it is quite sort of macabre in some ways, not because it's Halloween, you know, obviously, but uh, it's also funny as well, you know, we, you know, make it too scary, like, you know, and, um, I actually wrote the thing myself, you know, um, so you know, I quite enjoyed the writing of it as well. Yeah, yeah, I think adults would get something out of it as well, you know, but they seem to enjoy it, you know, I think it's something the kids might remember, you know, because it's quite, um, as I said, there is a message, some of the images that we're trying to create hopefully would be memorable to, to kids, you know, because it's not scary, it's more kind of like scary, but also with a message, you know, couple of nights Gary and they really really enjoyed it great reviews is what I've gotten back from it so no doubt the last night tonight Halloween night will be a good one as well it's a ticketed event you can register online you can search it Carrick Halloween tour on Eventbrite you can buy tickets online on, on, on the Eventbrite website or else you can just turn up in the evening and just pay on the tour there's the tourist office beside the bridge they, they, that's open in the evening and you know people can just turn up and pay the cash or the number from the night you know um, it is on at seven o'clock so hopefully people will either go to it before they go trick or treating or, or after they've done trick or treating you know because you think it's um, you know something nice to, for them to see on Halloween you know to experience on Halloween you know well, Gary, thanks so much for talking to me. Best of luck. Fair play to you for what you've been doing. It's been absolutely fantastic. And best of luck with the last one tonight. Thanks a million. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Ola. Cheers. Also on Around the County this Halloween night, Fear in the Forest has returned to Drumcora City for the second year running. Drumcora City will be dishing up one last feast of fear. And it all wraps up after tonight. 
from 6 to 9 this evening Drumcora City's forest will come alive with all sorts of creepy crawlies ghouls ghosts zombies and much worse you'll have to see have you got the nerve to walk the trail or will you succumb to fear in the forest it's just 5 minutes outside Ballinamore in Drumcora City for more information you can go to our website leitrimdaily.com forward slash events hyphen all that's where you can get all the information on all the events we are talking about here today fear in the forest it's recommended for children over 12 years but if you're under 16 you must be accompanied by an adult also tonight for the young kiddies in Leitrim Village there'll be a Halloween fancy dress disco in the Leitrim Gales Clubhouse all ages are welcome to come along to the disco it's between 6 and 8pm and entry is 5 euro per child there'll be prizes tonight also the best homemade costume best carved pumpkin you can bring your pumpkin on the night and have a battery operated tea light inside it the children can recite their own poem tonight if they've written one and the colouring competition that's already taken place the entries will all be displayed tonight also 6 to 8pm come and have some fun there and if the kids haven't boogied enough after tonight you can head for Anna Duff next because Anna Duff are also hosting a children's Halloween disco tomorrow night organiser Mary Shanley is on hand with the details Mary just tell me a little bit about what's going on in the Anna Duff clubhouse tomorrow night well we have our annual Halloween disco for all the children of national school age Great. to attend. And it's been going on for about 30 years at this stage. It's from 7.30 to 9.30. Admission is three euros. We have DJ Thomas on hand uh, to do all the music. And we have uh, a little shop so the kids can get all the little treats and the sweets there as well. They can come in fancy dress. So it gives them another opportunity to wear their Halloween outfits from Thursday night. They can wear them again tomorrow night, Friday. And um, it's uh, always a big, massive crowd ahead. So we're hoping all the kids in the parish and surrounding areas will come to it. Great crack for them to follow on from tonight's antics. Half seven to half nine tomorrow in Anaduff. Thanks a million, Mary. That's no problem. Thank you, Orla. Thanks a million. Now, listeners, last week will remember that we were visited none other than Podrick King, expert in the area of switching off anxiety and stress. Podrick had a two-day workshop this week in the Spool Factory in Boyle. Podrick, how did it go? It went fantastic, Orla. Those who attended really benefited and uh, they've all gone away with their brains rewired for success, switched off the fear and the anxiety and the dread and now they're thinking clearly, focused and they're already experiencing success. And Padre, you have events coming up this weekend as well. I have. On Friday and Saturday of this week in the Spool Factory once again in Boyle, which is my base actually, um, I am running the first two days of a four-day course. It's called Brain Gym. And this particular course I've been teaching now for about 16 years. I have an international qualification to teach it. And... um, It's the last time that I'm teaching this course in Ireland, or at least it's the last time that I have a course planned, because I am so busy now teaching my own courses and helping people on the phone, online and everywhere else that I'm working. I work with small groups, I work with individuals and whatever, and essentially I just don't have time in my schedule anymore to teach this brain gym course. It's a wonderful course. And those who attend it this time are going to get the absolute best out of me because I'm pouring everything in here. Um, 
we're going to be dealing with activities to help you to change your attitude from a stressed attitude to a positive attitude. No matter whether you're dealing with something at work, at home, at play, or wherever it is, out socially or wherever, you get a positive attitude. We're going to deal with um, the whole area of seeing and how you perceive things, how you read and how well you read and we can actually make it much easier for people to read. I was listening to the radio this morning and they were talking about the fact that children aren't reading. Many children are, um, find great difficulty in reading because it involves the, the unification of the two eyes. The two eyes are supposed to look at the one word and what I'm finding is because they're spending so much time on screens that they're missing out on that connection. They're not getting as much time in their stomachs as babies when they're creeping and crawling to develop the focus. And as a result, they need a little bit of intervention. And I will be showing you how you can make it happen for your own child and also how you can make a baby happy, make it happier for yourself when you sit down to read, that you will find that you are able to read for longer, that you take in more of the information and that you can make use of that information afterwards because you can remember it. So then we're going to go on and we're going to have a listen, uh, going to look at listening and we're going to look at memory, um, auditory memory. So can you remember something that we were told yesterday? If somebody calls out their phone number, do you have to write it down or punch it in your phone before you actually, you, you feel confident as you know it? It was only a few years ago that we were all able to remember numbers and letters and addresses and everything else, but now we depend on the air code and Google. <laughs> and I'm guilty of that we, myself. <laughs> we have abandoned our memories to Google and to our smartphones. And um, this is a way of actually improving your own memory and uh, making sure that it is working as well as it can be for you. Then we're going to move on to um, writing and handwriting now is quite a big issue for a lot of people because they're not comfortable with their own writing as adults and as children many people have difficulty with reversing of letters and stuff like that so children with dyslexia, dyspraxia, dyscalculia, um, teenagers and adults with these conditions also they find that using brain gym is fantastic because it shifts um, the stress away from the situation where they're producing the letters or reading or writing or whatever it is. And um, it also improves spellings and it improves the, the actual shape of the handwriting. So it becomes clear and concise and it works well for them. Apart from that, we look at the whole area of communication, which is speech and um, how you can actually communicate more effectively and efficiently. Um, much more how you can become much more organized and tidy so if you've got a child at home who's completely messy and they just keep losing their bag and losing their jacket and losing their coat and losing their everything then they need a touch of brain gym and um, the attending the course will certainly give you some of the skills that would help them to manage their equipment and manage their resources and to stay on track we look at then the whole area of comprehension and understanding. And understanding of what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're feeling. And when you can understand the world, then you can make sense of it. So this is a good, uh, an excellent course for anybody who's got kids or if you just want to uh, do it for yourself. I need to go along myself. Oh, good. <laughs> well, you're welcome to come along. 
We have places. I think we're down to two places left. So we're looking for two people who are interested in making the changes. And if you have any interest in um, attending this course, go to king.ie, which is my website. And on the website, you'll see my number. And if you want to send me a message, then um, you can. I'll bring you back and we can discuss whether this is the right course for you or whether you would be uh, more Ill, better advised to use a, a different way of helping your child or yourself. So this is kicking off project tomorrow and Saturday? It's f Yes, that's right, yes. In the Spool Factory in Boyle? In the Spool Factory in Boyle, yeah. It'll be followed then by a weekend in November? That's right, it's the 16th and 17th of November and on that weekend we'll be continuing to work. Basically the work is spread over four days. And so it might have sounded like I was telling you an awful lot of information in one go, but um, that's just kind of a summary of what we will be covering. And um, it's a very simple course. You don't have to remember anything at the course because the way I teach it is uh, that we introduce the, the idea of what we're going to do. Um, I do a demonstration with somebody, so somebody who is there is actually going to work with them and we're going to improve their seeing, their listening, their writing, their whatever it is that we're working on. And then you get an opportunity to work with a partner to actually practice it, put it in practice. Then you come back and we discuss anything that people found or whatever it is and it's all about noticing the differences and then um, after that you know it. So it's not a book course, it's a practical course. It's implemented there and then, so you leave a different person. You, not only do you leave a different person, but you know how to bring the skills home to your kids and to your family. And if you're a teacher, you bring it back to your class. Uh, the school in Boyle, there, many of them are using Brain Gym now. Um, the teachers are all using it in the classrooms every day. And um, they are noticing quite a big difference in the functioning of the children. And um, I'm happy to teach it to, to anybody. I was a teacher myself. And my reason for getting out of teaching was that I could bring what I'm doing to so many more people than if I was just in a classroom or in a learning support room where I could only deal with a limited number of kids. So I deal with people in Dublin. I'm in D Dublin next week. I'm in uh, Donegal next week. I'm in Cork. I'm in Kerry. And I'm in Boyle. <laughs> so I'm scattered all over but well-structured uh, appointments and that kind of thing. Patrick, for anyone who wants to fill those two places, what's your phone number? 086-172-3510. Patrick, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you call into us here in The Hive today. We've done more behind the scenes and we've learned a lot and we've implemented a bit of brain gym here today ourselves. So I firsthand can say that it's a very worthy course and uh, I wish you the very best of luck with it. Well, thank you so much, Orla. Thank you. Next up on this week's What's On Guide, Breffney Family Resource Centre in Carrick and Shannon are in the national finals of the National Lottery Good Causes Awards. Now with me at the moment is the project coordinator, Suzanne McGuinness. Suzanne, this is a really exciting time for you. It is. We're very proud. Um, we have a lot of supports and services and a lot of work is done by our staff and board of management, our volunteers, all our supporters. So it's just a great recognition of all the work that we do within the community. We are fortunate enough to receive National Lottery small grant funding every year for a specific target group. 
and we were given the opportunity then to apply for the Good Causes Awards um, because of this and we applied earlier this year and we were then county winners. We then got through to be a regional winner and we are now in for the final award. So that's to be held on the 2nd of November in Dublin and we're very excited and we're looking forward to it. And that's massive because you were one of 480 applicants, am I right? Yes, that's right. There are 408 applications and there's 36 organisations that have made it to the final and within our category, which is community, we are one of six. So um, we get to be in with the child to win €10,000, which would be wonderful. It really would. Where is the event this Saturday, Suzanne? It is on at the Clayton Hotel in Burlington Road in Dublin. There's actually a few of our board of directors and myself who will be going up to the final awards on the 2nd. There's five of us going along for the evening. Wish us luck. It's a great recognition. Many thanks to the National Lottery and all the support they've given us over the years. We're keeping everything crossed. Suzanne McGuinness, Project Coordinator in the Breffney Family Resource Centre. Thanks for taking the time out to talk to me and best of luck this Saturday at the awards. Thank you very much. Next up on this week's What's On Guide, Green Shine is a Cork-based family trio comprising of Noel Shine, Mary Green and their daughter Ellie. Now their material straddles the boundaries of contemporary folk and roots and it includes many self-penned songs also. The band is known for striking family harmonies and excellent musicianship. On with me now, I have Mary Green. Mary, welcome along. Hello there, thanks for having me. Not at all, Mary, and we're looking forward to having you in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton this Saturday. Yeah, this will be our first time, um, in fact, it's our first time in Manor Hamilton, I think, never mind the the Glens, but as you do, I've been stalking the Glens (laughs) on the internet, and it looks like an absolutely beautiful place, really lovely. We're looking forward to having you, so we are. Mary, tell me a little bit about the band, Greenshine, a fantastic name. Yeah, the name comes from, well, I'm Mary Green. And my husband is Noel Shine, and our daughter then is Ellie Shine, one of our daughters. And myself and Noel have been playing together since the late 80s. We did an awful lot of touring down through the years in the UK, uh, a little bit in Europe, but mostly in the States. So, like, we've kind of been on the road fairly permanently (laughs) since 19, whatever it is, 80-something. You know, so Ellie would have grown up and her sister Sadie would have grown up with a lot of music. And um, from the age of about 12, she started to come to concerts, you know, suitable concerts, because we were at the time, myself and Noel were doing all sorts of concerts, including, like, you know, your normal pub gigs and stuff. So we would never take her to those, but we'd always, if there was kind of a nice, juicy concert, you know, that was a nice sit-down venue, we'd bring her with us. And pretty soon she started to come up and do one or two songs. Then it went to, like, half a set. Before too long, you know, she was doing whole gigs with us. And that's when we kind of made the decision then to switch over completely to concert venues, you know. She would have been about 12 or 13. One of her first gigs was we were approached by Christy Moore's management to see would we do a charity gig with Christy in Cork. And myself and all would know Christy a long time. But we saw this as a great opportunity for Ellie to get up on a big stage and, you know, we were saying, how will she handle this? It didn't knock a feather out of her. And we sang with him. And the next the following week, there was another big concert in the Abbey Theatre in Dublin. 
And it was just, it kind of just went on from there. And we've been doing it ever since. And tell me, have you been touring much recently? We have. We had a fantastic summer and autumn. Really, really lovely. I suppose on foot of bringing out our third album, which is the album Family, things really kind of, st- it se- they seem to step up a gear. I suppose it would have started with the previous album, which was The Girl in the Lavender Dress. We started to get a lot of airplay with that one. And so, you know, it takes a while for things to kind of trickle down. We eventually started to get calls from venues like uh, the Glens in, in Manor Hamilton, you know, would we play there? It just kind of accumulated from there. We played a lot of uh, folk festivals over the summer, a lot of lovely concert venues. We did the Galway Arts, we did the Cork Folk Festival, Trim League Singing Fest, and it's, it's just been absolutely amazing really lovely and the reason then like normally now a band wouldn't be too terribly busy in November but the Glens came in and then these new friends of ours a band called Vickers Vimy from Mayo they started to come to our gigs and we decided that we'd go out on the road as a double act for November so that filled up another four nights it's it's constant really you know and what kind of music can our listeners expect from you it's a variety of music and I think that's Maybe what people come to expect from us, we do a lot of our own music and that has increased over the years with every album. We've done more of our own material. But like you would also hear uh, there'd be shades of Americana, alternative country, alternative folk. So it's a very, very mixed bag, but it kind of it works in that it's all tied together by our harmonies and, you know, our, our instrumental work and stuff. So it's it's a variety, really, but it's a nice variety. It seems to go down well with people, you know. We're really, really looking forward to the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton, and we love to break new ground, you know. Like, one of the, the great joys of this summer and autumn has been playing in venues that we've never played before, and meeting new people all the time. People should check us out on Facebook and Twitter. I'm very active on the Twitter and, and Facebook front. So they'd be more than welcome to link up with us. Our website then is greenshinemusic.com. Well, Mary, you are very, very welcome in County Leitrim. We're very much looking forward to having you this Saturday night. And thanks so much for coming on to this week's What's On Guide with me. Not at all. And thanks for having us, Orla. And tickets to Greenshine's concert in the Glens Centre this Saturday are €14. Euro. You can get them on theglenscentre.com. Also coming up in the Glens and Manor Hamilton, Monica Corish is an award-winning writer of poetry, short stories and memoir. And she is a certified writing group leader in the Amherst Method. This Sunday, Monica is running a creative writing workshop in the Glens Centre. It's a six-hour workshop. It costs only €30. Euro, and anyone who attends can expect to be inspired to write by the landscapes and borders, mythologies and megaliths of Leitrim and the North West. Now, I've had a quick look at the sports news for the weekend and it looks like all roads are going to be leading to the Aviva this weekend. Breffney, what's going on in the world of sport? Well, you're dead right. Everybody's attention in the county should be on the Aviva Stadium this Sunday where Derville Byrne plays in her third FAI Women's Senior Cup final. She's in the Piedmont colours this year, having previously played for UCD and Shelburne over the years. I think she made her debut as a 17 or 18-year-old back in the, in the day. However... 
she hasn't won one yet so it'd be great to see if she can end that little hoodoo PMAT are the favourites going into this game they are league champions and they've been the dominant team in the league this year Derville has been pretty much ever present with them she's made that left back slot her own on that team and I'm really excited to see if she can finally nab that final piece of uh, silverware that's missing off her trophy cabinet in a soccer sense at least so she is on Sunday in the Aviva it's before the men's match it's a great day out there, expecting around 35,000 people, so the Aviva should be good fun. The men's game will also be well worth checking out. It's Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers in the FAI Cup final. It's kind of like the women's Gaelic football final, where all of the clubs in the in the country bring their schoolboys and whatever to the game, as well as the, the big support, and Shamrock Rovers have a massive support. They haven't won the cup in forever. Uh, Dundalk, of course, have been in the last four finals. It's their fifth in a row, but... As that our attention here in Leitrim is definitely on the women's game and the best luck to Piemont and Dervla. Unfortunately, Niall Morahan missed out. Semi-final spot, Dundalk took their spot uh, with the last kick of the game a couple of weeks ago in the showgrounds. We talked about that on the show as well. Now, in terms of Gaelic games, there is some action over the weekend. On Saturday, it's a busy day. Three big games, all at 2pm. The first one, well, they're all at the same time, so... Whatever order you want to take them in. We'll take them, um, I suppose, in the order they come on the list. Uh, Leitrim, Gales and Tulsk in the Connacht Intermediate Football Championship. That's 2pm in Hyde Park. Leitrim, Gales, of course, the Intermediate Champions here in Leitrim. They will be representing the county going forward in that competition. The Junior B Championship Final internally in the county takes place at 2pm in Avancard Park, Sean McDermott. And that is between Fianna St. Callians and... Glencar Manor. Glencar Manor going for their third adult title. Pretty phenomenal. They've three teams. They've won the senior, they've won the junior, and now they're in the junior B. Um, will they have enough firepower? Who knows? It'd be hard to know based on how they got on last weekend. They won the final with ease last week in the junior A final. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on. But that'll be a great game for the local people. And then if you're interested in the development of Leitrim football, our under 16 side are out against Roscommon in the Father Manning Cup. And that is in Orchard Park at 2pm. It's a Roscommon venue. So I'm not quite sure where that is. But that is uh, in Roscommon. So anyone who fancies taking a little trip to support the young lads in green. That will be appreciated by them. Sunday sees the Connacht Senior Football Championship take place in McHale Park in Castlebar at 2pm. Ballon Tubber host Glencar Manor, of course, Leitrim Senior Champions. And there are three games of note in rugby as well. On Saturday in the AIL... Division 2B, Sligo host Dungannon. That's at 2.30 in Hamilton Park in Sligo, just in the Strand Hill Road. While on Sunday, two games locally, Sligo are away to Monavay at 2.30 in Junior 1A in Connacht. While in Junior 1C, Carrick are playing an undefeated Toome side at 10.30 in Carrick and Shannon. So, all in all, a big weekend. The very best luck to everyone who's competing. But of course, Dervla, the very best luck in that national final. Thanks, William Breffney. My pleasure, as always. And there you go. An urge in the den of Igundalitma Eritna Shachtanisha. Tonight, there's the Halloween themed tour of Carrick and Shannon with Gary Lydon. Also, Fear in the Forest in Drumcora City. Don't forget the Children's Disco in Leitrim Gales Clubhouse tonight, also. The Anna Duff Children's Disco takes place tomorrow, along with the first of 
Podrick King's four-day brain gym course. Our fingers and toes will be crossed for the staff at the Breffney Family Resource Centre as they compete in the national finals of the National Lottery Good Causes Awards this Saturday. Also on Saturday, Cork band Greenshine take to the stage in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton. As well, the next day in the Glen Centre, Monica Korish will host her workshop on creative writing. There's plenty of soccer, Gaelic games and rugby to keep you entertained across the weekend. From the Leitrim Daily team here, we wish a special good luck to Mohull's Dervla Byrne, who togs out for P-Mount United this Sunday in the FAI Women's Senior Cup final against Limerick Women's Football Club. And so, and so, that's it from me for another week, folks. I've been Orla McNabola. This has been episode number 116 of Leitrim Daily. Ich hauna honadiv, bich schachten maigif, Excuse me, Chef Sloan. <laughs>